Football Coach Podcast today. We have Coach Foley. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Nice and early, Coach. That's how we do it here during the season. We want to get in and get it going. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. I'm usually up by now, so it's perfect. That's awesome. The last guest I had on, uh, we did it at 5 a.m. Because he's in Louisiana, and he was up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in their time. <laughs> That's a little early. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was, I guess I'll be honest, I was a little tired later that day, but that was that was a cool experience for sure. So, Coach, please give your the listener a little background about yourself, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right. So, um, my name is Mickey Foley. Um, I uh, coach at Grafton High School. Uh, that's where I graduated high school uh, in '93. Um, I I did not play college football. Uh, had the opportunity to do that, but uh, um, a couple things fell through. Um, attended WVU. Uh, I got my degree there. Started coaching at Grafton High School sometime around uh, 2001. I started coaching track. And about a year later, uh, I was asked to be an assistant, and I've been at Grafton since since then. I've uh, been the head coach for the last two years. Because that's so awesome. In a day, I mean, I've been at a bunch of different schools. Uh, it's so cool for you to be at one school for that time. I think that's really neat. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the one thing about me is I'm I'm a loyal person. I'm kind of loyal to a fault at times. Uh, but mm-hmm. I believe in giving back. And uh, the Taylor County communities was has always been good to me. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm the greatest thing to happen to Taylor County, uh, but I think, uh, you know, providing an example to to the young kids that uh, who have the thoughts of, well, Grafton's just Grafton. I want to go somewhere else. Uh, try to eliminate that and let them know that uh, your home is your home, and uh, you know it's what you make it. And it, the people that are there that have helped you while you were growing up. Uh, it's good to give back to the kids that are coming up after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you play in high school, Coach? What was your what, what, did you, what was your position? I played running back. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. What kind of scheme were we rocking back, back then? Uh, we were, uh, let's see, we were a mix of, we had wing tee principles, but we, uh, we ran out of a pro eye. Okay. Okay. That's beautiful. Pro eye is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. They, we ran trap. Uh, we ran like, uh, the, the G series. Uh, we were, were triple option, uh, as well, but a lot of, uh, wing T principles in it. Okay. Okay. So talk about, you know, you became a head, you become a head coach. Um, what's your, you know, your philosophy there? What's your program philosophy for your, for your program? One of the the biggest things I try to instill with the kids is about effort, Uh, no matter the circumstances, uh, the situation, uh, you want to give your best effort. Uh, We try to be, you know, champions, uh, you know, we want to be champions on the field, but we want to be champions in the classroom and in the community. Uh, We try to be a standard uh, for the other students in the school as far as uh, how we behave. 
uh, you know, uh, how we work. Uh, we want to set that that standard high. Uh, so when when we talk about coaching philosophies, uh, it goes beyond X's and O's. Uh, you know, as far as game planning and things like that, it's more X's and O's in life. Uh, you know, making sure that uh, when they leave the program, that they are, uh, you know, uh, quality citizens uh, mm. in our community. Mm. Absolutely. And Coach, if you don't mind, just kind of describe what is Grafton like as a, as a school? Because there's, you know, different types of schools, large small urban rural um just give the listener a little background about where you're at what kind of community it is yeah well in in west virginia we're a double way school uh right now i think we're sitting around 660 some kids uh which is about normal for us um we uh very uh rural in 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 our makeup uh our socioeconomic breakdown in the county is isn't very high. Um, we kind of have two uh, two sections of the county, so to speak. Uh, the western side uh, would be more, uh, if you would, uh, higher in our socioeconomic uh, breakdown. Um, a lot of parents that uh, work at the FBI, uh, hospitals, and things like that. Um, you know, the, the school system and the uh, Grafton City Hospital are two biggest employers in the county. Uh, so we're, you know, we're a, a poor community, I guess, money-wise, but we're rich in um, you know being good people. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and you're. Your field setup is a beautiful thing. That's a man. That's a nice, uh, nice atmosphere. It uh, it it is, and that kind of is a testament to the community because that's who, um, that's who allowed us to have the field. Uh, members of the community came together, raised the money, uh, so we could uh, have a nice facility. And uh, again, not a lot of money in the community, but uh, a lot of hard workers. And that's what happened is they came together to put that uh, uh, in place for us. That's awesome. So talk to me about the howitzer y'all shoot off after you score touchdowns. <laughs> or whatever that that's is. been going on for a long, long time. Um, when I was a kid, uh, you know, um, they would always uh, shoot the cannon uh, or whatever uh, after you scored a touchdown. And when I was younger, uh, so right behind the uh, the school, uh, there's a little stream, and then then there's a road, and then there's railroad tracks, and then a, a little community. I lived over in that community uh, when I was younger, and uh, you know I couldn't always make the football games, but you would sit there and listen to for that cannon to go off, and you knew that uh, you know. Grafton has scored a touchdown because it it was pretty loud. Yeah, it, yeah, it scared the heck out of me the first the first time in 2021. Y'all scored. It's like what in the world <laughs> is this? Yeah, it's <laughs> nice though. Heck yeah. So talk a little bit about uh, your offensive philosophy. Um, 
kind of what's you what's your vision for that at your program uh, and we'll go from there well i believe you got to be balanced in what you do and when i mean balanced i don't mean 50 50 run pass uh you got to be balanced based off of what you have um you know right now we've struggled to run the football uh the last couple of years and it's a goal of mine to to improve that but if you have uh if you have a quarterback that can throw it and you have receivers that can catch it uh you know you got to utilize that as well um so our goal each year is to evaluate what we have and um game plan based off of that um again we want to control the ball. We want to minimize turnovers. Uh, we would like to have uh, six explosive plays a game of 20 yards or more. Uh, and in my opinion, if you can, if you can run 60 to 65 offensive plays in a game, and I, I mean meaningful plays, uh, then you got a good shot of winning uh, football games. That's awesome. It's so interesting you say that. I, I talked to our coaches about if for our program, if, if we watch the huddle, um, you go you get on huddle, you see the total amount of plays. If it's 150 or under, we got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to shorten that game down um, to, to where it is. How did you come up with the number of six ex- explosives? I like that. I never heard that specific number. Well, I just kind of look, looked at uh... – where we were uh, the last few years, uh, see, a couple of years ago, we made the playoffs and we we had uh, some really good players, but we made some explosive plays uh, that that kind of changed the complexion of the of the game. And I kind of looked at that and I went back and uh, there was a year like around 2018, uh, we were we were decent. Uh, uh, we didn't make the playoffs, uh, but we had a good team. And the games we won, we had, you know, explosive plays. And I just kind of averaged them out, and uh, and six was the number, you know. It was more like it was like 5.7. So I figured, well, we'll just round it up and make it six. That won't hurt, that won't hurt us at all. So, but um, Yeah, that's that's a good thing to round up. That's awesome. Uh, so, when you um, what were coach? What did you coach before you were the head coach? What was your what was your role before then? I've coached uh, I've coached every position on the field. Uh, uh, I was the defensive coordinator, in, like right before I, I took the job, but I also called uh, offense uh, several times uh, throughout mm-hmm. my career as an assistant. So when you became a head coach, how how did you 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 came from the defensive side? How did that influence what your offensive philosophy was? Because I was the same way. I was defensive coordinator before I became a head football coach. Well, like so when I we won the state title in two thousand eight, and I was uh, we got a new head coach, and I was on the offensive side with him uh, at that time, and I learned a lot. Our defensive coordinator left. And he, so the coach said, hey, I, I need you to call defense. 
and it was a big uh it was a big jump for me as far as ex uh expectations and responsibilities uh go and so i i did that for a few years and then went back to the offensive side and when i came back to the offensive side i couldn't believe how i, I don't want to say it was easier but when you when you coach defense and then you go to coach offense, you understand what a defense is trying to do, uh, you know, what they want, you know, why they line up the cert a certain way or, you know, what what they're trying to influence you to do as an offense. And it, I'm not saying it made things easier, but you kind of get a better understanding of how you want to uh, put plays together, uh, how you want to package things, uh, how you can manipulate with motion, uh, formation and things like that uh, so calling defense was a big advantage to me as a coach because it created a bigger understanding uh, of the offensive side of the ball yeah I, I think because that's so interesting it's I had almost the same experience uh, I was O-line coach early in my career and then I had a, a friend of mine who said hey I want you to come be my defensive coordinator I said Man, I don't know I mean, I know fo some football, but I've never done defense. He goes, I want you to be my defensive coordinator. And that was what I was in for the years till I became a head coach. But like you said, if you know the defensive side, it's easier to call the offensive side. And I think for young coaches out there, man, do both sides. You know, that really helps. Uh, I, I agree. I think a lot of times guys, you know, you get coaches and, well, they played uh, – they play defensive back in high school or, and that's all they want to, that's what they want to coach. Uh, I mean, you, you really need to try to coach every position, learn about every position uh, because if, if you just want to be a guy that hangs around uh, the program, uh, you know, sometimes I call them hat and t-shirt guys. Um, you know, if you want to be a hat, I mean, that's okay. But if you really want to coach, then you're going to uh, you need to take the time to learn um, different positions and both sides of the football. Yeah, absolutely. And coach, I always comment on your hat and T-shirts when I'm, when I'm around you because you all have some nice, nice swag. I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so defensive philosophy, what is that for you? What does that look like for for you at Grafton? Well, I always uh, believed in, um, you know, when I coached it, uh, the we always called it triple A. Uh, alignment, assignment, and action was what kind of uh, drove our uh, uh, philosophy. Uh, you, you need to know where to line up. Uh, you know your, your responsibility and, and just go uh, 100%. Uh, because lining up is, is key. I mean, that's that's the first thing uh, defensively is making sure you're in position uh, to do your job and then knowing what your job is and then just doing it with your uh, best effort. Uh, we try to minimize uh, the run game, which, you know, Friday night, that wasn't very good for us. Um, you know, we've struggled here lately stopping the run. Uh, and I think it's more of a uh, physical, uh, a physical nature that we lack uh, on the defensive side of the ball. 
and, it, and it's something that's going to take some time to instill in our kids. Um, you know, we have some really good kids, uh, but we have some kids that aren't, uh, you know, they're not the, your, your traditional headhunter defensive players. Yeah, and I find those at the high school level. I had a, a buddy of mine uh, who, co- who coaches in Florida. He's coached there for, for years. He, he told me this phrase years ago that all high school coaches are at the mercy of their roster. Uh, and That's the truth. And, and, you know, neither of us are saying, like, hey, we have kids that you know are bad kids or bad players. It's just you have what you have and you're trying to develop them. I mean, there's been years uh, we both, I believe, have had guys that, man, you told them where to line up, what to do, and they just go tackle. And some years you don't have that. <laughs> you, exactly. you just don't have it. You're the same coach, but you just don't, your roster doesn't contain those players. Um, so, so how, yeah, we, uh, oh, go ahead. we don't have a lot of them. We have some, we have some kids that are coming up that are, uh, that are that way, but um, defenses is hard because uh, you know you it's it's a mindset and you know there's some things people say trying to develop uh, you know mental toughness in the off season uh, and that's that's great but you know mental toughness as far as getting through a, a hard workout is a little different than mental toughness as far as having pads on and tackling a guy that weighs a hundred pounds more than you, you know, uh, putting your nose in it. It's, it's tough because it, I mean, I tell the kids it, it it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, but, uh, you've got to find a way to, uh, get past it. So, and that's where we're, where we're at with the program. We've made some big, uh, leaps as far as that goes with some kids, uh, this year and, uh, hopefully it can carry over to the off season. And into next season. Absolutely. And Coach, you told me the other night that you do the weights class at Grafton. That's that's cool. Talk to me about that a little bit. What's that look like for you as being the football coach, but you're also, I'm sure, training kids who do not play football in there? So um, this is actually the first year of just straight weightlifting at the school. And so my goal, you know, really, I, I want to get all the athletes in there that I can. You know, I'd like to get all the football players in the class, but I know it's not going to happen. And uh, we don't have a, a, a big time period, but like in season, we do lift uh, a couple days a week. And, you know, that the lift may be for 20 to 30 minutes. So if they can, if they lift in my class, then they don't have to lift after practice. You know, um, it they can do they they can go home and not have to worry about that. And then in the off season, it's something I'm thinking about is, is the same thing is, you know, they, if they're in my class, there's certain lifts that they can do. Uh, but when, when the after see, after school weightlifting begins for us, um, there's other things that they can be doing uh, during that time. Uh, they'll have a different little workout, uh, maybe focus on, um, you know, some flexibility stuff, uh, stuff like that. Do most of your guys play another sport coach? Uh, half and half. Yeah. Um, we participation in a lot of the sports in our school has dropped. Uh, I really would wish I had more guys that wrestled, um, mm-hmm. but, 
I just can't get them to do it. They, they would rather be in the weight room. And I'm not going to tell them, hey, you got to do this. Uh, wrestling and track are two sports that I wish I had more kids do. But like I said, if they're in the weight room with us, uh, I consider that a sport. Um, I do have a handful that will play basketball. Um, and, and that's about it. That's cool. Man, y'all's gym is beautiful. Uh, I remember I was watching, I guess, the YouTube stream, the Huddle YouTube stream. Uh, and then that goes back to you can really tell your community really cares about your your athletics. Yeah, it's it's a nice gym. Uh, it's you know fairly new as well. Um, and they took some, they took the time into doing it right, you know, which was good. Absolutely. So, coach, what is a so you're in season? What does a typical like day look like for you? I mean, you're teaching class. Uh, are you finding time to watch films? I know that's something for me. I'm trying to find, you're trying to make time. Is it early in the morning or do you do it after practice? Like, how are you, how do you get all your stuff organized during the season? So really like, um, so when we play Friday, uh, the huddle focus thing is, is like really good because the film is uploaded really fast. Uh, even we played in Clay County. It, it was up, uh, we, we were on the bus uh, for about 20 minutes and it was loaded. So I got to watch film on the way home. Uh, but typically what I'll do is uh, Saturday morning, you know, I'm an early riser. Uh, so I'll be up by six and then I just, I start, uh, I start preparing uh, the week as far as uh, kind of making a rough draft of practice for the week. Uh, I'll watch our game, um, and as I watch it, you know, I send everything to, like, huddle assist, but I'll, uh, you know, I just kind of make some notes on some things uh, as far as plays go, uh, sh- plays I want to show the kids. I kind of use the uh, uh, the bad, ugly, good type uh, method. You know, there's some bad plays, some ugly plays, and some good plays. Uh, I really don't think uh, sitting there watching the whole game is – is uh, beneficial as far as time goes for us, uh, but we'll 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 check out about ten clips uh, of Friday's game. Uh, so I'll, I'll start getting those together. Uh, typically, depending on the other school and how quick you can exchange film, uh, you know, in our like in our conference, every now and then you'll get a film of a, a team you play uh, later on. So you just you kind of put it in the scout and. You may go through it uh, if you can, um, but uh, Saturday is usually a lot about us uh, thinking about the things that we could fix from Friday, and then depending on when I get film, uh, Saturday evening I'll start watching the uh, opponent um, and going through it, uh, and then Sunday morning uh, again I get up early uh, and uh, take care of uh, uh, more film. For about an hour or two we usually meet sunday evening at six as a staff and we'll just go over you know the the week's practice uh schedule uh things that we need to focus on uh we'll we'll go over uh defensive alignment as far as uh you know the for the opponent uh, and then any uh, offensive changes as far as formation goes or uh, things like that 
we'll look at, uh, you know, um, as well, and we'll put that together. Uh, and then that's 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 basically it. Uh, Mondays, you know, a typically typical day of, of school. You know, I don't really watch a whole lot of film uh, during the day, uh, but it's refining uh, practice plans, uh, things like that, uh, play script. Uh, you know, the things, the plays we want to run. Um, you know, especially after like today will be an offensive day and the things that we want to run. And if and if I don't think it looks good, uh, then I'll just I'll take it off the script. You know, we won't run it. Um, and then we'll we'll just go uh, go from there. Um, so uh, during the day, I, I, I don't really watch a whole lot of film. I'll watch some in the evening when I come home, uh, you know, kind of later. Uh, I don't have five kids running around the house, so I don't have uh, that to deal with. Uh, you know, I've got a teenage yeah. boy who's self-sufficient and and my wife, uh, you know, she understands the, the season. Um, but uh, that's typically it. You know, Thursdays we we have a team meal uh, right after practice. Uh, our kids go and uh, they'll visit the the youth football program. They, they're usually practicing uh, when we're. Uh, right after we're done eating, and so on Thursdays they'll they'll go and uh, uh, visit them at their practice, and then we'll all go home. That's awesome. So does the youth league youth league practice on your game field? Uh, every now and then, just depends. Like now, this time of year they will, but when the, when there's soccer going on and stuff like that, uh, it's hard for them. So they usually yeah. practice in the outfield of the baseball field. Oh, okay. Okay. Because that's awesome. Man, I, that team meal, I, I know like, you guys do that. Some other people do that after practice on Thursday. That's That may be something we get into. I've never done that, but that may be, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we do it. So what happened was, this a few years ago, um, we had some kids, like they weren't eating lunch at school and they were coming to practice and they were just dragging and they didn't like the lunch. And so I started bringing some stuff to school for them to snack on and uh my wife said well why don't you just fix them lunch one day so it, it was on wednesdays i would fix lunch like it, whatever uh, some type of pasta we do like ham and cheese sliders just something and they would come during their lunch period uh get you know get a plate and then you know go uh if it was during my lunch period they just sit there and eat so when I took the job, I was like, you know, it, it's kind of hard to do that on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll do it after practice on Thursdays, you know, um, as a team. And we have the parents come in and the parents provide the meal for the kids on Thursdays. Uh, and then we do a t we do another team meal on a pregame meal on Fridays. Uh, we have a local church that comes in and uh, they'll do a devotional and they'll uh, provide a meal for the kids. Coach, that's so cool. Man, Coach, I appreciate you coming on early this morning and sharing uh, about your program and about your vision for, for grafting. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you having me, buddy. Yeah, that's fantastic. Any words of wisdom to young coaches out there before we, we stop the recording here? I would just tell them to uh, learn as much as you can while you can uh, because uh, everybody, uh, you know, everybody wants to change positions it seems like so the best way to do that is be good at the position you're in right now 
So if you want to move to another position, you know, be good at what you're doing uh, because that's the best way to, to, to get to the next spot is, uh, is to be good at what you're doing now and learn as much as you can. So. Absolutely. Coach, thank you. That is, that is awesome. I appreciate that. Hey, I think, uh, thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, good luck this week. Absolutely. Y'all too. And uh, maybe we'll do it again.